0: hey everyone it's me sean capri and i'm doing extra life by donation i'll be taking song requests for a marathon session of rock band and guitar hero donate enough and i might play cherry pie for an hour go to extra-life.org today Hey! Everyone, it's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to episode 52 of We The Gamer Cast. It's hosted by WeTheDirty.com, and it publishes on iTunes and Google Play every Monday. Thank you for listening and subscribing. I feel better. Yes, I'm back. I could do... I can do push-ups right now, I'm so excited. Holy crap, thank you guys for being here. I probably said that already, but who cares? It's a new day. It's there is three feet of snow outside my window. It is unbelievable here in Edmonton, Canada. But it's okay, we're gonna get through it. It is a special Thanksgiving weekend here, and we're gonna get into Thanksgiving in a second, but first In case you're new, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. If you're new, here's the deal. Every week, I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. And we talk about video games. Sometimes we talk about life in the army or the navy. Uh, And if you want to be part of the show, it's easy. Just tweet at me, at Sean Capri. Sean, like Connery Capri, like the pants. It is Thanksgiving. And um, it's weird because I... I've connected recently more so with American Thanksgiving. So all of you guys down in the States who are listening, I feel very proud. I'm gonna give you a little credit here. Don't don't let get get your egos too out of hand here, but I wanna let you know you've figured it out. You did you've done Thanksgiving correctly, and the benefit that I get is that I just get two Thanksgiving dinners, I think. <laughs> I get to celebrate it twice, but the reason, so this weekend is fairly nondescript, we'll get together with family, we'll hang out, I'm going to watch some Dragon Ball with my brother a little later on today, we'll hang out, we'll play video games, Um, but American Thanksgiving is the start of the shopping season, it's the start of Christmas, it's Black Friday's right around there, you can watch some NFL football, I actually take off (laughs) i take off black friday i take off thanksgiving i watch football i celebrate it just like any of you guys do i just have to use up a vacation day to do it so i love it uh i don't want to ramble on too much we got so much to get to before my chat with john beeler but we have something to give away thank you guys for your patience last week i was just feeling so crappy i what what a week too thank you if you're back um and last week was your first episode with jules watch him i mean come on that one of the proudest moments for me i'm always happy to have everybody on the show but i mean jules Watch is sort of a big deal and the best thing is that he presents himself as if he's not a big he's a huge deal that was a massive moment for we the gamer cast i was so happy to have him on like this is the guy who made mutant mud zeal drifter he's gonna release chick chick chicka wiggle upon the world I I just and I and I chatted with them like I've known him forever. I I just that was such an incredible moment. So I wanted to I really wanted to do the giveaway last week because last week was such a massive episode. But when it came time to do this part of the show, I just I was down for the count a couple days off. I watched some like, you know, when you're so sick, that you can't even play games like that was that was kind of where I was at last week, which was kind of crappy, but much better. If you can't tell, I'm Chuck full of energy it's Chelsea you may be able to hear Chelsea she's still coughing downstairs she's not she's not doing so hot uh, so we wish her well we I do that sounded totally disingenuous okay so we're gonna give some stuff away um, a few weeks ago I asked you guys to submit questions and I got a few questions in some of them are really great so we're gonna we're gonna go through them all there's actually not too many so y- y'all have a really great chance of of winning. Whenever we do this, we're going to have another giveaway at the end of the show. I will announce what we're giving away and how you can win it. So stick around after my chat with John Beeler. We're going to detail that in a little bit. But I've got two games, the winner here actually, you can choose one of these two games, the last one we'll, we'll leave for another time, uh, what, the, the leftovers, somebody else will get your leftovers. So you can choose, if, if you're chosen here, you can you can select Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters, it's a Playstation 3 game, these are North American codes by the way, so I'm sorry, um, oh shoot, well, let's, yeah, so we'll get into that in a bit. Uh Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters is one, and then uh, this one actually might be international. I'm not entirely sure. Ninja Yuzimagi is for the 3DS. I know nothing about this game, but you could win it. Why not just try a little something-something, and then you can let me know how it is. So I've got questions here from my boy Seamus in Australia. That's why I kind of got caught up here. I'm not sure if uh, these codes are going to work, but we're going to get to the Seamus question. Fiona, fellow Canadian, happy Thanksgiving. John Beeler, <laughs> he actually sent in this question. I don't even know around. I think we had already uh, Chad chat recorded this conversation at the time. And Josh Stapleton and John Bernardo. So we're going to start this whole shindig. I'm going to try and keep this as quick as possible. don't want to drag on too long. Uh, Seamus Mullins shout out to at pixels rising you guys need to go follow at pixels rising it's exactly how it sounds pixels and like the dots on the screen and rising like i don't know like rising i i, I didn't give this one much thought sorry <laughs> shameless uh he asks what are your favorite game news websites and how have you not frozen to death in canada yet <laughs> actually especially today i don't know how I, I haven't i've stayed inside we've kept the windows closed uh we just turned on the furnace we let that go as long after summer as possible we just can't let the the natural heat keep us warm but it's, it's not happening it is freezing out literally the precipitation has Anyway, this is dumb. My favorite gaming news websites, I mean, it, it might sound cliche, but IGN is, like, kind of my go-to. Although, really, Twitter. If I really think about it, Twitter is my gaming website. I scroll through Twitter looking for um, some sort of breaking news from somebody, uh, like an NX announcement or something like that. It's really Twitter. I haven't really gotten into Reddit too much or any, of like, the more... Those, like, those are... That's just crazy to me. I... I tried Reddit for a little bit and then I, I lost seven hours of my life so that's just a little too it's a little too much I've got my handle on Twitter so that's kind of where I'm at the other two sites that I have actual like RSS feeds for like I get alerts is for uh, Major Nelson on Xbox and then the PlayStation blog as well because again you just never really know and then also when they announce their games with gold and PlayStation Plus games then I have kind of a I get a a notification and then i pop it up onto withinerdy.com and uh yeah so thank you for the question that was that was awesome i i don't know if um let me know like man you guys i could just turn all these back at you i don't know if i feel like i'm missing something there um but let me know guys what what you use for your gaming news that would be great uh next question fiona mckinnon at Zeranix definitely check out fiona's stream she is picking up steam you may have heard her on this show a while back. You should definitely go find that episode. Um, man, Fiona's just killing it these days. She says, if there was a game, doesn't matter how crazy, got announced next E3, what would you want it to be? And I'm going to gonna take this to the next level, Fiona, if, if that's okay. I'm going to give you a number of games, because I can never really decide on one. That's probably the hard... It sounds like I'm, I'm doing more, but it's really just a bit of a cop-out. Okay, so my first way that I would attack this is I would... I would want like an announcement of a trio of N64 favorites now being remastered for the NX. And because you said like it doesn't matter how crazy, this I'm like okay, so I have to think of something that's pretty much impossible. And the first thing that comes to mind of course is is GoldenEye. I would want a remix, uh a rem- remastered remake uh whatever, remaster of the original GoldenEye. And I know that we got Sort of like a remaster. We got like another GoldenEye game uh, back on the Wii 360 and, and PS3. But it wasn't exactly the same. They'd actually updated it so that it was uh, Daniel Craig. I want like the, the Rare game. I want that game back with all the like network like if you had multiplayer options that expanded beyond your couch that would be incredible but even if they just did a a, just a basic visual upgrade and made it available again i would buy that up i would also do mario kart 64 same idea and then super mario 64 i think is like kind of a a fairly easy answer so i'm going to go uh one more If I can't do remakes, and and I feel like you're kind of looking for maybe like a sequel or something a little more than just just an HD remaster, I would actually be really impressed if Square Enix came out and they announced a sequel or reboot of The Legacy of Kane. Uh I played the heck out of soul Reaver actually on p c this is back in my playing with my three d f x graphics days- uh my voodoo 2 twelve megabyte video card um I played the mess out of that game with uh, a keyboard and a mouse <laughs> um but yeah that was like that was one of the first real like i guess adult kind of three d adventure games that i that I had played like it's really dark it's really like man, that 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 game will get you thinking. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have played the Legacy of the Soul Reaver game, but I just I really like that game. Really cool level design, cool uh, character design, um, very aggressive and very dark. And yeah, so I really like Legacy of Cain. I thought would be amazing if they if they bring that back. It seems like I'm starting to hear more about Legacy of Cain uh, throughout the different podcasts I've been listening to. So it's kind of been um, returning back to the forefront or maybe the mid the middle, I don't know, okay, moving on, thank you for the question, that was awesome, I love thinking about Legacy of King. um, Johnny B, at Johnny Casino, Johnny Beeler, okay, let's get to your question before I talk to you for another hour, (laughs) he says, shouldn't, uh, sorry, so his his Twitter is at Johnny underscore Casino. Uh, he said, shouldn't NX announce before rumors get further out of control and build up expectations that can't be met? Um, I have gone on record a number of times on especially on If We Ran Nintendo. At this point, we are now, I'm recording this on October 9th. Tomorrow will be the 10th we are running out of days for october to happen apparently it's supposed to happen in october but i've gone on record there's actually an article on we the nerdy.com where i've i suggest that uh they should actually at this point because they didn't do it kind of around the e3 thing summer came and went like we are now into the craziness of the holiday season uh nintendo should wait nintendo should push it to january and and that's it i don't think Like, materially, I don't think that the rumors are going to adversely affect Nintendo. And I I know you guys are calling me crazy about this stuff because you feel very strongly about it. But we are but a small segment of... Like really, the people being impacted by the rumors. There's so many more people who have no idea that this is even a, even a thing. And ultimately, the people who care, who are who are upset that they haven't announced it, are really the hardcore Nintendo fans. And you're going to buy it anyways. You're not being discouraged. You're you're frustrated, and I'm frustrated too. I get it. But you're not actually making a a purchasing decision based on the fact that Nintendo hasn't announced this. Like, get real. Nintendo can wait. For the craziness of this holiday season, there there are so many things to buy. Everybody's vying for attention right now. I kind of described it like this. Imagine, um, speaking of Thanksgiving, imagine you're at a Black Friday sale and there's this giant sign for a product that is coming out later. It's not even available today, but everybody is there. Everybody is at the Black Friday sale to buy something today. They're there for a great deal. Um for whatever reason, there might be a number of different things that they're there for. But this sign says, "Yes, this is an amazing thing, but you can't have it yet." Isn't that sort of irrelevant? Like isn't that kind of silly? I feel like announcing the NX now when we can't buy it, we can't really do anything with that information. What are we going to do with that information? We're not going to do a damn thing get a little worked up about this um we can wait at this point let's just play the games that we have in front of us if we're only on wii u then i understand even more your frustration you just want you're just dying for something um but ultimately the, the, that's not really that has no bearing on announcing the next system wii u is 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 done and we're just gonna we're just gonna have to wait now if they do do it i'm sure they'll they'll figure out a way and uh, I, I just want to address one other thing before we move on to the next question. Um, many people have come to me and said, why don't they just tell us what it is, give us a name, give us something, and then say, we'll be back in the new year for a little more. That's maybe – I could I could maybe see that. Um, I just – I just cautioned this. And remember when the Wii U came out, they trickled out information on the Wii U as well. It, was, it wasn't it was a leak. It wasn't, it wasn't anything like that. It was controlled Nintendo messaging. They said, here's the controller, and we'll tell you more about it later. And everybody's like, well, what the hell does that mean? And so you can't start your official messaging with confusion. It needs to be all or nothing. And so it's not... And same thing with Xbox. When they came out... And they said all those things that upset everybody, it took them basically until now to reverse that trend of people just kind of writing them off and going to the alternative. It's so easy for us to say, like, I don't get that, I'm going to go buy this. And it's so difficult to reverse that. So it's not like Nintendo can tell its story over a few months. This isn't something that uh, they can get wrong first and then fix leading up to it. So the idea of there needs to be time between the reveal and the actual release so that they can tell us a proper narrative that's nonsense it's a one-time thing they get basically maybe 90 minutes to tell us what this thing is why we want to buy it and where to spend our money like this is this is a new world anyways this is that's kind of where I'm at you guys definitely let me know where you're at with NX I know everybody is mostly frustrated I'm definitely I, I want to know what it is too but it, honestly guys we have so much else to do which i'll get to in this next question sweet segue sean thanks to josh stapleton's excellent question he's at c red underscore 81 he asks, what holiday games will you play right away and what ones will you set aside for a while also these are all ask wtgc with the Gamercast. uh ask wtgc that's hard to say Okay, so for, for this question, I, I actually wanted to go back to my my one of my favorite websites. Speaking of news, this is a release website that I use. It's called vgreleaselist.com. Uh, very basic, but just chronological order of video games that are coming out. So I, I went to that, and I started counting basically today, uh, which is totally reverse as, uh, as I announced before. <laughs> like, um, Black Friday or Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving is when the holiday season really starts. But I'm, it's snowing today. It looks like Christmas outside. So I'm starting basically today. Uh, my, the games that I will, I will play right away. Gears 4, definitely. It's actually downstairs. I will, as soon as I can, I will be playing Gears 4. I'll be playing the crap out of that one. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, I'll play right away. I know Call of Duty somehow gets like a, a lot of, of hate. It's almost like the Nickelback effect, where if you get just so popular, it's cool to hate on it too. I like Nickelback too, and it's not just because I'm from here. So whatever. Um, can't wait for Call of Duty. I don't think that I'm going to be spending... The $130 it takes to get both. Neighbor Matt did. I can't wait to play his version. <laughs> Some things never change. Um, what else? Titanfall 2 I'll play right away. I'm a huge fan of Titanfall. Um, just, I, I really wish that somehow microsoft was was able to lock that one down i don't necessarily know that the game itself is going to be better because it's cross-platform it would have been really cool to see that one stick as an exclusive um chelsea was just playing bioshock and i noticed on the on the box because we were playing the original like the 360 one on the box it said um i almost forgot about this this was a 360 exclusive when it first came out bioshock was and so it i felt like if Titanfall kind of established itself as as a real premier shooter, and people started to see it for really what it is, instead of kind of dis- discounting it for being a- an exclusive on the console that was selling less, I-, I have I have high hopes for Titanfall. Nonetheless, it is cross platform; more people get to play, so that's great. Uh, I, ca- I can't wait to play it. Can't wait to play the single player. This is, of course, from the same team that brought us the Modern Warfare, the original. Modern Warfare campaign, one of the greatest single player campaigns of all time, so I can't wait to see what they do with with robots and mechs huge fan of mechs, uh, the next game I will play right away is Watch Dogs 2. I'm completely enamored with San Francisco. This looks like a really cool game to just kind of go hang out in the city. It seems like it's previewing very, very well. Um, Didn't play first Watch Dogs. I got the steelbook case. It's sitting down there. It's part of my backlog. I'll probably never get to it, but I I am excited by Watch Dogs 2. Holy crap, we have been going on way too long. I got to wrap this up. I'm going to hold off on Mafia 3, PlayStation VR overall, Battlefield 1 probably, and The Last Guardian. Uh, I will... I do want those things, but I'll probably have to wait just a little bit. And I will likely be skipping altogether Pokemon, uh, Sun and Moon, Mario Party, Star Rush, Dishonored 2. I'll be skipping actually as well. I did not love the first Dishonored, but I will wait. Uh, Skipping for now, I guess, on that one. And Steep for now. God, it's hard to say which ones you're never going to play. Really quickly, one more question. We'll get into my chat. Uh, John Bernardo, has there ever been a game that you wrote off originally and played it? And then fell in love. hashtag Ask WTGC. Yes, there are two actually, and the first one is Persona Four. This was a game that Chelsea actually. When Chelsea bought me my Vita, she also bought me a few games, and I saw this Persona, and I had never heard of it. Uh, it looked silly, like it's got all these like weird, colorful graphics, and I was just, I, I had I didn't even know what it was to be honest with you. Uh, eventually, I actually was gonna trade it in, and Chelsea was like, well, I heard it was really great, so I, I went ahead and I tried it got through the first like four hours of not, not really a game <laughs> so that was kind of hard I don't even know if I would do that now if I was playing a new game if I'd give it another four hours before it actually became the game but holy crap that thing like opened up a world of Japanese role playing games to me that I didn't even know existed I uh, I thought all J-pop games were all the same I was just like you maybe thinking that it was something that you could just throw to the side just literally what you said John I uh this game is amazing. Love Persona 4. Uh, it's one of the more memorable games, and I don't remember very much, as my wife knows. <laughs> and the other game is Dragon Age Origins. This is another thing, like, sort of like Lord of the Rings. I didn't really, like, growing up, I didn't love, like, Dungeons & Dragons. I didn't love high fantasy stuff. I thought it was, maybe, uh, I don't even want, I was going to say it was too nerdy. That's, that's not really what it was. It's just out of my realm, like because I did like Baldur's Gate growing up, but I just didn't really, like, wasn't really my thing. Eventually, I played it, actually, so that I could do a uh, a feature on it for an older website called 16bitkings.com, now vexoid.com. They've got a great podcast, by the way. You should check out Vexoid, the Vexoid podcast, guys, over in uh, over in the UK. They're awesome. Dragon Age, this game, again, it, it kind of, like, opened my eyes to more types of games, uh, not only just high fantasy, but this, this western style of role-playing game that is on another level than mass effect i know a lot of people think like fallout uh like the bethesda and and mass effect games but dragon age is like on a whole other level the story-telling in dragon age origins i think still is unmatched you can start off with the different classes and they all have their own or like they have their own origin stories that's the, the hence the name so like anyway i could get into that i actually have a, a guy that i want to bring on this show who knows more about Dragon Age than than anybody and I, I so I want to have, that's a little teaser Oh, I should probably say okay, so congratulations to the winner Josh Stapleton, you were chosen by the random number generator so you can pick between the Twilight Ghost Hunters, Twilight Tokyo game for Playstation, or the UC Magi game for 3DS, you, you tell me and then uh, next week maybe we'll give away another game, more on that later, so Josh, message me, hit me up at Sean Capri, Sean like Capri, like the pants. I want to let you know really quickly that I rented No Man's Sky from the library. I played it for two hours and I took it back. That game is not for me. So now I can say that for real. Here we go. Twenty minutes. Holy crap! Thank you guys for the questions. Um, we're gonna do some, a giveaway at the end of this. We're gonna get in my chat with John Beeler. He is from the General Generational Gamers Podcast. It's a great new show. You guys should definitely check it out. It's on iTunes, uh, Stitcher as well. We get into it in, in the show. He told me about his idea, and we've been chatting on on email for a little while now. And I wanted to get him on, so I was glad that we did this. Here he is, John Beeler. <laughs> To, to the show, actually. I've got the first couple episodes downloaded here, so...
1: Oh, man, the first t- couple are a little rough.
0: I Don't be hard on yourself, man. I really enjoyed it. And I'm not just saying oh. that, just because you're here. I would tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, so that's not... That, yeah, no, uh, I thought it was really good, man. Uh, I love the music, actually. Uh, as soon as it started up, I'm like, I think John and I might have a connection with some metal music. And Uh, I wanted to I I wanted to ask you a little bit about that too,
1: about just like metal and
0: stuff. Yeah, like if you like, for me, like I always think because I played like Mega Man on NES, a lot of like the Konami, Capcom games back in the day. I feel have like their roots in metal. I think that their the music is there's a lot of like galloping triplets and a lot of like the the high pitch kind of digitized music to me sounds like just an ongoing guitar solo. Like, I really listen to Mega Man music, and I hear I hear metal, but just 8-bit metal. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I, I love the music in video games. Yeah, man. Um, I, I can't say I love Mega Man, but I do love the Mega Man music. Totally, uh, yep. Uh, uh, and, and I actually started playing Mega Man recently for the first time ever, mm-hmm. and have yet to beat a single level.
0: Oh, man. Who has time to learn this
1: stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Like, and it makes you wonder, like without when I if I played it as a kid, mm-hmm. would it be different? Because now when I'm playing it on the Xbox, I got the, the the collection or whatever on the Xbox, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm just like dying every second. Like the jumps are so impossible to make. Mm-hmm. So, but the music, the music is the music's fantastic, and I love uh, I, the music has to fit the game. Mm-hmm. And with the metal stuff you're talking about, it definitely fits in that. Where like. Um, like Final Fantasy or something like that you're going to get a very different sound.
0: Yeah, it's but it's so, so. Japanese and and Japanese music in general I think is really interesting because they can do things that you just don't get away with in in America. I was watching this documentary. Actually I was introduced to it in a sociology class in university about um subcultures. And so they're talking about like metal culture and and it was diving into metal or it across different countries. And actually, the guy who used to be the guitarist for Megadeth—this is a huge aside, but we'll get back to video games yes, in a second. That's fine. Uh, but it's sort of related because the guy from who used to be the guitarist in Megadeth now lives in Japan and like lays down tracks for like these hardcore but total J-pop albums and TV shows. So he lays down like this guitar, this heavy metal, and then you've got the J-pop vocals over top. And you're just like, "What is happening?" I just love Japan. That's it's crazy. so weird. But yeah, the guy from Megadeth, it's crazy.
1: Well but, when you get with music like that, you know, the um, the lyrics don't really matter as much. Totally. So <laughs> So, you know, I mean I I can't think of the name of the band. There's one band that was like a Russian one, and mm-hmm. I had no idea what they were saying, but the music was just so awesome that I just jam out to it.
0: It makes me remember Ramstein, like Duhas. Like nobody oh, knows God. <laughs> This is this is just a bunch of old guys talking about their high school anger music here, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a few things I want to talk to you today, so we'll get to it. I want to start with the new podcast, Gener- Generational Gamers, and I know that you get into this in your first episode about how you meet um, your co-host, but let's tell people over here to before they jump over. Um, like, how did how did this whole thing start? I, I really like the the concept when you told me about it in the email. I was like, that's a really interesting take on on a new podcast. I love the way that you guys are are a little different, just with this this um, age gap between you and the, your co-host.
1: Yeah. Oh, so just as far as how the podcast itself came to be, sure. So. It's something I've been thinking about doing for a long time. Um, I I wanted to do a beer-related one because I make homebrew and I'm all about beer and stuff. But there's so many out there, and they know so much more of the technical stuff that I do. Mm -hmm. So like, okay, that's not really going to work as much. Um, And then Ben – so Ben and I met when I was in the Navy. I was on my second ship. He showed up like, I don't know, a year and a half or so before I got out. Um, junior guy and knowing the senior guys, the junior guys don't hang out quite as much, but he and I just became like instant friends. Right. And so, um, you know, he was one of the guys on the boat that my wife actually enjoyed, you know, being around and talking to and stuff, which is really nice. So he just up and moved down to Houston where I live Mm -hmm. and lived with us for a little while. We started gaming some more. And finally I just, I'm talking to him like, Hey, I really want to do this. I really want to be able to talk about video games at a time when I can just like, Hey, This time here, set aside for talking about video games. Yeah, man. Yeah, screw everything else. (laughs) I mean, basically in the world I live in, I don't have that. You know, the people I work with, you know, my my wife indulges me in everything I do, but she doesn't talk about video games. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when Ben would come over, which he comes over quite a bit, the time would be broken between he and I talking about video games and some other things. And then my wife would be talking to him about stuff. So it was never that dedicated time. Right. And so I'm just like, I'm like I just want to do this. He's like, oh, I'm in. I'm like, all right, cool. What are we gonna do it about? We're like, oh man. So the key was we didn't want to do something that was news, mm-hmm. uh, something that was like breaking it down technically because I, I just I don't know this stuff. If yep. I want that, you know, I, I listen to the Nintendo dads. You know, I Shout listen out to the uh, Nintendo
0: dads. What's up, guys? Yeah,
1: I I love those guys. Oh, they're the best. Uh, and and they actually they're the reason, funny enough, that I came around to your show was That's like awesome. a series of them. To if I ran Nintendo yep. to your show and this one and just it, it's a big change. Oh and man, I've gone a, that makes a me A few happy. extra ones. Um, but uh, but so we're, we're we're trying to break down. It's like what can we do? And uh, we were going to do one that's more like a, a nerd pop culture kind of like. Oh, um, uh, what's that one that does? It's not there anymore. Uh, reactor Radio. Okay. So I never got into like, Reactor Radio. Uh, it it was good. Yeah. Uh, they're on a hiatus that may never come back.
0: Yeah, I heard I heard him on um on Nintendo Dad talking about that a couple weeks ago as well. I feel like oh man, I, I didn't get there in time.
1: No. Yeah, but it, it, we're we're gonna do something like that. Um, but mm-hmm. maybe like a slightly different approach to it, so we weren't talking about the same topics. Not that we're sharing, you know, <laughs> listeners or anything. But so finally, I'm just like, you know what? Like, let's go back to these older stuff. Stuff because you know I grew up on on the NES, um, yeah. the Super Nintendo. I made my way through. Ben started with like the Xbox, and he played the N sixty four right at friends' house. But the first thing he ever had was an Xbox, and Halo. that's
0: crazy because of the age difference, right? Like, because of the age yeah, gap between you guys. He's,
1: yeah, he's like eight eight years younger than I am. I yep. think
0: significant. It's, that's a console cycle.
1: It's it's two consoles. Two cycles, in,
0: so yeah, back then. Yep, totally.
1: So. So he's interested in playing a bunch of the older games and learning about them and mm. I'm interested in like like introducing him to him. Because even on even we're on the submarine together, you know, I would be playing my music and he'd be hanging out with me or whatever, like, all right, take this headphone, here's something from the nineties that you didn't hear. Yes. And uh and like and in some of the movies, um I remember I put on um uh, what's the one about the record store? Um, Empire Records. Empire Records. Yes, like, good one. Like, this is a quintessential 90s movie. You've got to see this. And I put it Uh on for him, and he's like, oh, this is amazing. And I'm like, okay, that's it. That's our bond right there. (laughs) Like, I remember the stuff from the 90s. You enjoy going back to stuff from the 90s. Let's go.
0: Oh, what a magical connection. Meanwhile, we're talking about, like, I don't want to go back to Mega Man because, like, who the hell has time for that? And, like, we grew up with it. And then we've got the kids (laughs) that are eight years younger than us. They're like, what did you grow up on? Yeah, I'm going to go back. I love it.
1: Yeah, it's 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 so fun, and what it does, and what I was looking for, something that mm-hmm. I wasn't going to run out of material for. Totally, right. So, so I mean, I have however many generations. I mean, we we talk some about the new stuff, mm-hmm. and actually, one of our later episodes is just about the upcoming next you know half generation. We have kind of discussed that some, but um, we're like, there's so many things. I mean, we can just pick an old game, and he could come over, and we can play it, and then we can just rant about it forever. Uh, so you know, it kind of worked out. It kind of, it's, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So
0: where can people find you? You're at gen game podcast on, on the Twitter,
1: on the Twitter. Yeah. Gen game podcast. Uh, I think we're at generational gamers at Gmail or generation gamers podcast at gmail.com. Um, and then I, we should be on iTunes and, uh, Google play and stitcher. I, I I think I try to set it up everywhere. Yep. So it's like, Hey, you know, if I put it out enough places, Someone will find it. Someone
0: will just like stumble, like they'll, 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 stumble upon it. Uh, you mentioned retro games there a little bit. I want to dive into this idea and I also want to get to your time in the Navy as well. Cause we, we connected off air about a recent show with Chris Berto and how, how special that was. So I definitely want to talk about that as well. So a little teasers for people and for you. A little teasers. It's almost like I take notes for this stuff. Um, but retro, <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while, who knows if I get up early enough. Um, so retro gaming, like this is something that I'm always interested to see how people integrate into their everyday lives because I have like a pretty decent, I wouldn't say that it's like extensive or anything like that, but my retro gaming collection is, is pretty decent. I have most of the old consoles from the NES all the way up and, uh, I re- Rebought my old Xbox because that was, like, the original Xbox was my regretful sell. I, I I don't know why. I sold it for way too little and sold way too much. I had, like, the original, like, Battlefront games. I had four controllers. I had Dead to Rights and all these different things and sold it all for, like, $200, which barely got me halfway to my 360, and it, that was just, that was <laughs> a mistake. So oh. I've been, like, kind of rebuying everything with fully intending on just playing old games a lot but the reality is, is I'm so freaking obsessed with podcasts and and game news. Like, I I'm realized, even just this week, I just realized I've got, like, this weird addiction. I think there's some sort of, like, I, I've created some sort of weird synapses in my brain where I, I look at my phone and I expect some massive bombshell to drop. I'm going to throw up on my Twitter and I'm going to see, like, NX is announced or something like that. You know, because, like, every so often there is something big. There oh, is, yeah. like... The Last Guardian's delayed, or something else is announced that I wasn't... Or, like, Apple's thing that I wasn't expecting Mario to show up at. So, like, I'm getting kind of, like, these dopamine jolts of, like, news, creating this weird addiction to my phone that I absolutely need to break. I'm working on that. Uh This is how you can tell the caffeine is starting to settle in when I rant a little bit. Um, Go on. So... The point of this is retro gaming, I wanted to work into my daily life more, but I'm distracted by what's new and I haven't really done it. Like all my old consoles are sitting in my, are still sitting in my, uh, in my storage easily enough to just plug into the TV. I've got the little front end, little connections that should be easy, but I don't get around to it. So I want to ask you, um, with regards to the podcast, is this a way for you to work it in, work retro gaming in, or were you already doing that?
1: Uh, kind of both but sure. I want to take I, I want to tell, tell you this real quick <laughs> so right I was sitting here I you know, had the computer booted up I was you know waiting for the call to come in the last thing it is I grabbed my phone I flipped open Twitter nope nothing big yet yeah Put it back like... and I have gotten like just like you were saying like I, I check because of what I do and my schedule and stuff like that I can be on my phone and and I can flip it open check it every 10 minutes and sometimes I do and I'm just sitting there every day every day I'm just like Come on, N X. Come mm-hmm. on, N X. Right, know, something. and and it's it's driving me mad. And I've gotten to where I listen to thirty podcasts a week, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I'm always flipping through. And and for me, like with the new stuff, a lot of it's more about knowing and hearing and hearing people talk about the new stuff than mm-hmm. actually playing a lot of it myself. Like I'm I'm very I don't say picky, but I'm I'm very selective on what I play just because I know that I'm I. I going to enjoy hearing about certain things more than actually playing certain things totally so uh but yeah i wanted to the, the way you feel with with the obsession <laughs> so i've I got you man I, I am right there it is it's insane
0: i was just sitting around last night going like what am i even looking for why am i opening my phone i should just be able to put this down it's a problem oh, it's yeah. oh my gosh i need i need to have like you know i don't know if you've ever seen this but like we're uh a way to break a habit is to wear like an elastic band on your wrist and then every oh, time yeah, you do yeah. it you snap it and you're just like no that's a bad <laughs> that's a bad shot
1: <laughs> yeah but then if you do that you're going to miss the big story that's true oh my god that's like that's how addictions <laughs> happen <laughs> that's
0: how <laughs> I don't want to break this habit because I love it so much like
1: yeah well and, you know I've wondered to myself like after the NX has announced uh, is Nint- my big thing right so um, after the NX has announced like can I just drop everything I do? Like, mm-hmm. can I just like drop Twitter? No, no. because I'm going to be looking for something else.
0: Scorpio's coming after that, man. And like, uh, who knows I what don't. PlayStation's going to do?
1: Uh, who cares?
0: Oh, <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll come back to that in a bit. Uh, but yeah, like, so, how are you on a weekly basis? Like, what's your what's your balance of new to old kind of stuff?
1: Okay, so to answer, cause you got to understand, right? So as a kid, I had the NES.
0: <laughs> Please understand.
1: I had a super- <laughs> yeah, well, I had the NES. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a few years after it came out, my my grandparents bought us for us, but we didn't really have money. So like mm. us getting games, you know, we had Mario one and three. I think we might have had two. We had like Cobra Triangle, which I remember playing a whole bunch. I don't know if you ever played Cobra Triangle. I'm gonna just do it's on a rare replay. So if you ever, oh yeah, 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 yes. Um, we had like Battletoads. We had some of the big games, but there's so many other big names I never had. I never had Castlevania. I never had Mega Man. I never had oh god, I, I, uh, Metroid. Like I've mm-hmm. never fully played a Metroid game. Um, and so, so the same thing with Super Nintendo. I had a select few games. We we would go to Funko Land and try out a few games, and then you know, I and mean, you never knew what was supposed to be good because we didn't have the money. To spend on like Nintendo Power to get mm-hmm. the updates for what was coming out. So I just for I, the
0: unbiased opinion from un, from Nintendo yeah, Power. Yeah, well, Alex, that's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so I missed all these games, right? And then I missed the N sixty four. I went to the PlayStation. I had a few games. That that time I had a job, so I had a few games from there. Uh, and then I joined the Navy. So my gaming, like I played through the Navy. And we'll talk about that at some point. But I still, I, I just, I miss so much. So yeah. now I'm out. Um, I, I work shift work. So I have these periods of time when I'm like off during the week and I'm like, okay, when I'm not doing schoolwork, cause I'm trying to f- use the military to its best and get my school done. Good for you. So I'm not doing schoolwork. Wife and kids are at school and, and at work. I can game now. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I, 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 I bought, I had a Wii. I bought the Wii U. I bought myself an Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started playing. I just, I just, it wasn't scratching the itch ah. that I was having so I was at my parents' house. I'm like, "That's our Super Nintendo from when I was a kid." Still listening there. I love it. Yeah. So the problem was I didn't have like the cables. Like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I got it. I came home. Um, I won't say the power cord was there, but so I I went and bought cables. I hooked it up. They had one game. It was the Mario All Stars with Super Mario. Oh, I love it. The one that's got all of them, right? Mm -hmm. And and, uh, so I'm like, "This is great." So I'm playing it. I checked out. So I went to the, the retro game store nearby. I picked up, like, I didn't want to spend too much money because I'm, I'm cheap, to be honest. But
0: but how hard um, is that? You walk into a store like that, I like, I literally could, I like 17 to 93 games in this place. Like, you don't, you have to really go in there with, like, I want this game. You need to know what you're going to get. Otherwise, you could just spend whatever. Things can well, get it out I, of hand.
1: Oh, yeah. And the problem is, is like, the retro games have gotten expensive. Yes. You know, they're like $40. For, you know, 40, you know, they actually had a copy in box of Earthbound for like $800. Yeah, man. No one's going to buy it.
0: But Nobody. Cool. That's the thing. Like, what are these guys thinking?
1: Yeah, So, so I, I went, I picked up like Super Star Wars because I don't know if you ever played Super Star Wars. Oh, my I,
0: God. They're so hard, those games. Oh, all oh of them. Oh, my
1: God. It's so difficult. And the, and the first one doesn't have like the passwords as you beat levels. So you always have to start at the very beginning. hmm the second one, which I own, you at least – when you beat levels, you get a password.
0: Right. That's the one I played yeah. the most out of all of them was Empire.
1: Yeah, and, and they're, but they're great games, and they play a lot like Contrast what the guy was saying. Yeah. So I played them like, yes, this has that Contra feel great. So then I started like – I started getting nostalgic for my GameCube, which in my opinion is one of my favorite consoles ever. Mm-hmm. And like you, I, I've sold stuff in the past. Uh... And every time I have a console, I sell it to buy the next one, which I will never, ever, ever do again. Mm-hmm. And so I I went back. I I bought a GameCube off eBay, and it came with um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, which is okay. It came with Metroid Prime One and Two. Ah, Uh, and then Sonic, which my son loves, and I can't stand. (laughs) Fatherly
0: Uh, disappointment. Oh,
1: you know what? Is he if he's happy, he's whatever. (laughs) Uh, I just don't play with him. Yeah. So, so then I start. So right now, I'm I'm currently working on building up my collection on those two. Nice. So about once a month, twice a month, I give myself a budget, hey, go buy a game. And yeah, I found right. a retro game store that's a little bit better than the other one. It's mm-hmm. The price is a little better because it's location. I'll walk in there. I'll pick out a game. And so you know when I'm looking to play something, I, I have I have an option. And I usually play – like I don't play this-gen games much lately. Okay. Um, the, the two big games I'm playing right now are Dragon Quest Nine, which is a DS game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm playing that on my 3DS and I'm playing Final Fantasy XII on nice. the, my – I stole my brother's PS2. It was also at my parents' house.
0: I lo- was it the big fat one or did you have a slim?
1: Oh, no, no. This is the big original PS2. Uh, yes, I like, love it. I'm taking that so I can play PS1 and PS2 games. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing Final Fantasy XII. Um, I've got like Streets of – Oh uh, no, Final Fight, which I love Final Holy Fight. Holy crap. I love uh, this. I bought Final Fight 3 uh, yeah. off the eShop because it's like 40 bucks if you try to buy the actual cartridge. So I mm-hmm. bought that off the eShop, and my son and I play that. My son is five. But when I bust out certain games, like he loves Super Double Dragons and Battletoads. Yeah. Which is an insanely hard game. But he'll be like, Dad, let's play Battletoads. All right, buddy, let's go. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, he's it's cool because I look over, and there's him playing with the exact same controller I was playing with when I was a kid.
0: Come on.
1: And it's so awesome. Uh,
0: so you got yourself loves- like a really sappy commercial there. Like something like, it's like, I'm thinking, picturing like an Amazon commercial where the, like the baby wants to play with the dog, but the dog wants nothing of it or the baby wants nothing or the dog wants to play with the baby. Anyway, you got yeah. something really special. There's there.
1: babies and dogs and specialness.
0: Yeah. And lions yeah. for some reason. <laughs> well,
1: everyone loves a lion. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I played that with him. Uh, yeah. I downloaded like Contra three, uh, on the, on the eShop and he and mm. I played that. um, I just picked up nba jam tournament edition for the Dude. actual just for my super nintendo and a few days ago my brother and one of my best friends from like when i was five they came over and we played nba jam yeah man uh, my buddy so my my best friend from when i was five mm-hmm. uh ended up living in the same town that i live in we're on the other side of houston from where we grew up and he comes over and one of my favorite games on the nes was uh nes play action football like okay. everyone else plays Tech Mobile. huh Screw that. And he has played action football is where I was at. And he would cut co- he comes over every once in a while and we'll just play this two player like on the same team and just it, it, it's just it's it's like going back to our childhood. <laughs> uh, and my hope is to start recording some of these, uh, do like a whole series called Returning <laughs> to Your Childhood. And just he and I playing games we played as kids and uh uh-huh. and stuff. But I'm waiting, part of that I'm waiting for like the N- Nest Mini classic to come out. Mm-hmm. So I'm also planning on doing – I want to do a comparison between Tech Mobile that everyone claims they love and, and uh, the NES play action football, which I think is way better. I want to play both of them and then like try to do like a split video where it's showing the same play side by side and stuff. Oh, so.
0: man. That is such a good idea. I'm looking at screenshots over here and this is just incredible. The detail – there's no detail in these characters. No, but I love no, the no. box art. Like there's just like this dog pile and a guy is kind of like just – it's almost like that statue with the army dudes, and they're just all kind of like holding up the flag. That's ba- but it's in football form here. I don't know. What, I'm sorry if I'm Canadian, so I don't know exactly what that statue is. Yeah. I always, I, I've seen it in real life if for whatever that's worth. Well,
1: what's 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 amazing is there's a, if you run a sweep play in that yeah. game, you go all the way outside. You can run the whole length of the field and not get <laughs> touched. But you try to run that that guy again, and you're gonna fumble. But also, if you run up, you could go a 50-yard run, no one around you. If you dive over the end zone line, it'll show the Megatron, and it'll show you diving over a pile of people that don't actually – like, <laughs> we're never actually there. And it's just like – like, people get mad at Madden for saying the same things over and over again. This is way you worse. You don't even but know. But so amazing. <laughs>
0: that is awesome. Okay, I want to – let's jump back to uh, to you getting into the Navy at what point Let's – let's tie it to gaming a little bit too. Uh, what were you playing right before you went into the Navy? Like what point in your life are we talking about here?
1: So I had abandoned Nintendo sadly, and I had bought myself a, a a PlayStation. I I was working for a guy. I was able to get it cheap, Mm -hmm. um, through his warehouse. I worked, I don't know. I forgot what job. I did some small jobs for my grandparents to earn their, a TV that they were not using. Right. So I had to set up my room. My room was super tiny and I'd have to sit on the edge of my bed, which put me about a foot and a half from the TV. And I was playing like Resident Evil 2, which yeah. I, I would play that with a buddy of mine come over. We'd play it in the middle of the night, lights off, and we'd wake up my parents because we'd scream and whatever else. <laughs> it was like, I need to go back and play that one. Yeah. Um, but we played that. Um, uh, Metal Gear Solid. I want to say I played the first few Metal Gear Solids. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I play? That was, uh, Final Fantasy 7, except for... It almost turned me off from role-playing games forever oh. because I played for like 20-something hours, mm-hmm. and I got really stuck. And back then, you couldn't just you know go find the walkthrough online. Right. And, uh, and then my buddy saved over my game on accident, and I'm like, that's it. I'm <sighs> not – like I am not going to uh, replay those 30 hours or whatever it mm-hmm. was. So I never finished 7. Yep. Uh, which oddly enough, when I started playing 12, I thought I was putting in 7. I didn't realize it was an X and not a V. that is hilarious yeah so but it's a great game so it works out (laughs) roman Uh, numerals messed you up on final fantasy i love it yeah Yeah. and and i know i I know my roman numerals i was just i was like oh it's seven i was i got myself so excited that apparently i didn't look uh so i was playing those kind of things and i Mm -hmm. left for the navy and i basically left everything behind i mean when you go off to boot camp for any of them you you leave with a bag Of clothes maybe
0: right and you're how old are you 18 at this point
1: I I was a couple months before I turned 19 so I I graduated high school I took two months off to just go dick around Mm -hmm. and I was off to boot camp August 1st was that a quick
0: decision for you or are you like planning on like as you're graduating high school like yep this is my next step everybody else is going to university or they're doing whatever I'm going to the Navy
1: so it was one of those situations that's like the the theme of my life Um, Ah. I don't know what I want to do with myself Okay. So so I was I was I, I kinda skated through high school. Um mm-hmm. I I finished dead center in my class and I, it's because I just didn't try. I didn't do home I didn't do anything. Like I just I, I, I did what I had to do to get through. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't beginning scholarships. Right. Um I didn't know what I wanted to do between my junior and senior year. I had I just had no idea. I didn't right. want to take the SATs. Um, I thought about going to junior college for a while, whatever. A recruiter called my house. I ended hmm. up going up there to talk to the Marines, and I was like, "I'm going to join the Marines." And my dad's like, "No, you're not." Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. So he's like, "Please go talk to someone else." So I went and talked to the Navy, and the Navy's like, Who we have this nuclear power program that you're going to qualify for, and it's so great and all this stuff." And I'm like, "Sign me up, thanks, yeah. man." And uh, <laughs> I was an idiot.
0: sense a little, yeah, naivety. <laughs>
1: like it was, it was like I, I was. Like I, I became a recruiter later and I realized I was a recruiter's dream. Like I walked in, I didn't have any like the major issues that had to be worked around. I scored well, you're the right. one. All right, let's go. So going, so I signed up, I want to say it was like right at the beginning of my senior year. Mm-hmm. So throughout my senior year, I started kind of getting a grasp of what I would have rather done. But at that point I'm like, okay, I'm signed up. I'm going to do this. Let's go do my six years and then we'll take it wow. from there. And, uh, so yeah, so you know my my whole my whole senior year I knew that's what I was going to do, um, and so I took the summer off to like I said to go dick around. I went to road trip with a buddy of mine to the art school he was going to go to and and whatever else. And I just packed up and I left it the, the day you leave for basic training. I mean we're like taking apart my room, throwing my bed pieces out the window and stuff because they're going to be doing something with my room. It was it, it was it was it was bizarre. But yeah, uh, yeah so. Hacks everything, left the PlayStation behind and went off for the next few months. That's
0: tragic, leaving the, va- yeah. leaving the video games behind. Um, Were you not able to bring um, like a handheld or anything with you?
1: Not to boot camp, man. You cannot take Nothing. Anything, anything. Shoot. And, and whatever you go with, yeah. so like your wallet, the clothes you wear, anything like that gets packed up and mailed back home. Okay. So when you come out of boot camp, you literally come out with everything that the Navy or Army, whatever branch you're going into, right? Whatever they have given you in boot camp. That's, yeah. that, those are your possessions. Wow. And so so when I got out of boot camp – so boot camp was about two months long or whatever. I got out of boot camp. I went into nuclear power school.
0: What, which is, I, I want to stop at boot camp because I'm, I'm totally – okay. I this is a totally alien world to me. What is happening? If you walk into boot camp and some dude is screaming spit on your face. I'm assuming uh, if, I mean, if uh, not- stereotypes are to be believed.
1: So so it's not quite like the movies and it's changed <laughs> a lot now since even when I went through, which is even softer than what it was. <laughs> now back I'm thinking when like
0: millennials boot camp, like like a bunch of kids oh. going into boot camp. Now you're like, OK, well, everybody's fine, but like we're going to oh. go to battle and kill people.
1: <laughs> so so the, the Navy's boot camp got so calmed down at one point where they right. had cards where if the people were too stressed out, they could just like hold up a card and they couldn't yell at them anymore for a little while. Oh, wow. They, they, yeah. they've, they've since taken that away, but – but, like, when, when I went through, like, I show up, and, yeah, I mean, they're they're instantly hard on you. And they yeah. start yelling at you. They're not necessarily in your face. Um, you see people break down crying because they don't know how to handle it.
0: Right. Were um, you prepared for something like that?
1: I, I mean, my stepdad's a really large guy, and I had been yelled at before. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I also know who, I mean, it's one of those things you, you go into, like, okay, this is their job. This is what they're supposed to be doing. It sucks. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. But – it's not personal, right? you know, and, but there are people, I mean, I, I remember with the, the, with the very beginning they're asking you to call out your social, mm-hmm. right. And zero is a number. O is a letter. And there was this girl that could not, every time she'd say a zero in her social, she would say, <laughs> O, and she could not get it. And the guy just every time would yell at her. And next thing you know, she's like on the ground in tears.
0: Oh man.
1: And, uh, it drives
0: me crazy by the way too. I hate it when people do that.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't make people cry about it, though. So, uh, but I mean, besides that, I mean, the, the, the first few weeks are real tough. Right. Um, and then after that. And, like, what are or, you doing?
0: Are you just doing push ups all day long? Or, like,
1: it, well, and, you know, that's a forces? lot. That, well, that's more than Navy. Like, if you were to talk to, to Chris uh, and asking him about his boot Army, camp yeah. experience. Yeah, so if you talk to him about his boot camp experience compared to mine, it's going to be completely different. Sure. You know, and the Army and the Marines, they're. They're doing more full backpack running and Mm -hmm. um, they're doing more crawl on the sand, obstacle courses and stuff like that. The Navy, like we still got the the, the PT physical training stuff. Right. We're still running, doing pushups, doing whatever else. If you get in trouble, the stuff you have to do is not fun.
0: Mm -hmm. But Um, what are they mostly preparing you for, like isolation and, and technical skills kind of thing?
1: Well, yeah, kind of. It just to just to be a sailor. So we go through a lot mm. of classes, and the classes are how to work on a boat, um, just general navy stuff. But then also just general physical fitness. I mean, for right. us, it's it's more general physical fitness than can you run ten miles away from a guy with a gun, while the full backpack on. I mean, we're never going to have you that don't situation. have
0: ten miles to run.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was on a I was on a submarine. I had three hundred feet at the most.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So. So I mean that I mean it that's that's what it was. and towards the end, people start you know learning how to act properly. they right. start treating you better um, once you kind of pass a certain point and then you're just going through stuff and it parts of it are fun, parts mm-hmm. that are just terrible. Uh, getting woken up at the certain times we're hearing reveille 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 is just terrible. What's that? It revelry, it's just like what they say to, for a wake up thing, really, really, really up all bunks and it, okay. but it comes over the loudspeakers and you're not ready to wake up and you, you, it's not like now, I mean, like you roll over, you rub your eyes. No, this Check is Twitter. Hop up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Twitter was around at that time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but like, you know, you get up real fast, you make your, you make your bunk and it has to be like perfect and oh, you know, wow. creases and and yeah. you have to be standing there at attention and it's, it's, it's uh it's, it's a little different. Uh huh. So you,
0: was there ever a point like I, I imagine like I get the feeling you mostly felt like you were in the the place you were meant to be, but was there ever a point where you're like, "What have I done?"
1: Not, not, not really during boot camp. Sure. Okay. I mean, there were plenty of times when I got in, I was like, "Man, I really should have made a different decision in my life." <laughs> oh, and and I mean, I look back now, and I'm like, "Okay, these are the good things. This is where I think it set me back." Mm-hmm. You know. Here's where had I known what I know now, I could have taken this path. Right. Um, but yeah, in, in boot camp, no, it's just like this, this sucks, but it is what it is, and it's going to be over.
0: So graduation from boot camp is like, what does that sort of look like? It's after a couple of months, did you say?
1: So yeah, so it's eight to nine weeks, mm-hmm. um, and the graduation, it's, it's 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 a big show. I mean, right. for families, the families come up and they watch it. And I was actually in a special division where we performed the graduation ceremony. Okay. So like musically
0: normally, or like a, um, like a presentation.
1: So there's three groups of them. There's a music group. I wasn't part of that one mm-hmm. as a state flags group. And they're the ones that kind of parade the flags around. And then my group kind of ran the show. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I got really, really like because normally you're standing out there for I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour, whatever it is, you're standing at you attention and yeah. you know, your formations and you parade through and stuff. Me, my job was there was a speaker and there was a podium. So I would stand by this podium off the side before the speaker came out, I'd walk the podium out, walk back, the speaker'd come out and talk, I'd come back, I'd get the podium, I'd walk and I could like sneak out the back yeah. and like hide. And I could stretch my legs, I could go to the bathroom, whatever. Like all these other people are out there, you know, having accents falling out, whatever if they if they weren't standing properly. Me, mm-hmm. I I had it good
0: Nice. So
1: so so graduation for me was was quite
0: nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice and easy. And the families like, and you're, you've just been, you've kind of been thrown into this totally new world. And I don't know, was there like, to me, I would just be overwhelmed or is this just the next thing for you to move on to being in the Navy? Like, was this like a momentous moment or was it a, uh, just a thing?
1: Um, I think it was more of just a thing. Right. Um, I don't, I don't know that I'm really a momentous Occasion type person, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I mean, when my kids are born, sure, but like outside of that, <laughs> uh, my my wedding, you know, Yay. yeah. But like outside of that, I mean, everything is just kind of like the next step, right? And and so, uh, I mean, my stepdad had been in the navy. Um, okay, my my r- real father was the um, not anti military, but the I'm not going to ever be in the military person, right? Um, so. I don't know. It was just, it was the next thing. And mm-hmm. I was on my path and I, I, I knew what was next, but still didn't know what I was going up against Yeah, in, in some fashion.
0: And so, so how, how soon after you graduate, Then um, the only thing I can really picture here is like, like a university graduation with the hats and everybody's throwing that. So I'm going to just go ahead and imagine that. How soon after that are you, are you on a boat and you're singing the Lonely Island the whole time?
1: Oh, there was, a, oh man, it was almost two years. Okay. So the thing is, is, is in, in the Navy, and I think in the other branches too to some extent, um, mm-hmm. you go from – my dogs are having a fit out there. <laughs> it's only a matter of time
0: before you. mine do the same.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you go you go from boot camp and then you go do training. Mm-hmm. And because of the training, the school the, – the job I was going into, my training was almost a year and a half long. Right. And so I had like – Kind of like it's like a uh, like a three month school with a couple week break and then two six month schools mm-hmm. to learn how to basically be a mechanic in a nuclear power plant. Oh wow! Is is what I was training to be? Mm-hmm. And what was for me like I it, okay so nuclear power is like like one of the top um, academic military jobs, right? Mm-hmm. But I was like the bottom rung of that. Okay. So, so like I would go into school at five thirty in the morning after school was over, I'd come home, change our home. I'd go back to my barracks room, change, go eat dinner, go back to school and be there till midnight.
0: Oh my God. Come back.
1: Just because I, I mean, it, 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 part of it is, is like a, a rules thing with him. Like if you're, if you if your grades are a certain way, you have to be here for so many hours. And part of it mm-hmm. is just because I, I needed it. And so. Um, that was the first, I don't know, almost a year of my training was that almost every day.
0: Yeah.
1: And then on the weekends I'd kind of go do some stuff. So during this time I was still not playing video
0: games. Nothing. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. And, and so this was like the end of the PlayStation beginning of PS2 era. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't until I got to my third school mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey, my birthday's coming up. I was living out in town at this point, in apartments of friends. Our school was set up a little bit different. I was on shift work, and I was like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna pick up myself up a PlayStation for my birthday because, I mean, at the, it, being this far away, I wasn't getting birthday presents and Christmas presents and stuff like that from all the family and stuff or whatever. Okay. So I was like, I'm just going to buy this for myself. Nice. So that's when I finally got almost back into gaming.
0: Because, like, but are still, you missing it? Like, are you, or are you just so entrenched? Pardon the
1: question. Uh, no. I mean, I'm, I'm missing it to some extent. But, I mean, I'm I'm in a new place. I'm with right. – A new kind of people. I mean, it's one thing is whenever you, whenever you go away to something and completely have everything else behind, you can almost like redefine yourself to some extent. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of trying to figure out who I, you know, who I was, um, you know, the people I was hanging around were some of them. And like one of my best friends at that time was definitely one of the guys that would be in more of the popular group. Okay. And that was not who I ever hung out with when I was in high school. Right. right, I mean, I had my group of friends, but I was nowhere near the popular crowd. And so, you know, he didn't really play games or anything like that. So, you know, I, I it just it just wasn't a thing. It wasn't like,
0: around, like, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and and, also, I mean, I had people in my class that were playing, but these are the people that would play till like 2 or 3 in the morning and they couldn't stay awake throughout class. And oh, sure. And you see how that affected them. And I was having mm. a hard enough time as it was.
0: So it was a pretty clear choice for you. Like it was a trade-off, but like you – you were in nuclear mechanic school.
1: <laughs> yeah, I it, it was it was a clear choice. It was also like a non choice because I just I I just I couldn't do it. And totally. I did I also, you know, at the time I had no money. I mean, mm-hmm. at, at that that pay grade in the military, I mean, you can ask anyone. When they first started off, it's a better. It's a lot better now. But yeah. I mean, you you don't make much, so you know. Mm-hmm.
0: And so you're still single at this time. Um, I I want to get to family as well. Let's let's jump onto a boat. What the heck like life on a submarine just sounds terrifying to me. N- like no daylight. I, I imagine just pure oh. isolation and <laughs> I just it doesn't sound pleasant, so I don't know if you can sell like you're you're you said you're a recruiter now. Like how do you sell uh Well, I
1: I was a recruiter. Okay. I was a recruiter years ago. I'm I'm fully out of the military now. Oh, okay. Um so Life on a submarine can be terrible and wonderful. Okay. So, you you know, you're right. You don't know what time of day it is. Just like like video games. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, (laughs) Nobody's ever made that connection before ever.
1: (laughs) Probably not. So whenever you're, uh, like, as far as, like, what time of day it is, you Mm -hmm. know what time of day it is by what meal is being served. Right. and, And by, if you walk into control, if it's dark, like, with a red light on, or if it's light up lit up like with regular lights on that's how you know if it's daytime or nighttime Mm -hmm. um and then and then we take logs every hour so you know what time it is based on the hour that you're writing down is that
0: why they do those things is just to make sure that your body has some sort of like signal okay oh no they don't care care about about that yeah okay it's gotta have some sort of functional yeah uh, yeah
1: (laughs) so so i mean there there's I was on two different subs, and they, mm-hmm. they, they had their separate difficulties. And my, my first sub was actually really great, um, minus certain times where the leadership was had issues here and there. Right. Um. But my you know my first period of time on the submarine, I'm I'm qualifying, and qualifying takes a long time. And until you're qualified, you're, you're basically a piece of crap. I mean, that's and that's just the way they played. It's it, mm-hmm. it's kind of a game, right? Once you're qualified, life on a sub can be good. Nice. Um. You know, we, we work on an eighteen hour day. So it's, it's six hours of standing watch, six hours of off time where you clean, do maintenance. If, you, if neither of those need to happen, you do whatever you want, nice. and then six hours of sleep time. And then depending on what's going on, those get shuffled around, and, and sometimes you get robbed of your sleep. Sometimes you get extra, whatever. So once you're qualified, I mean, when you're off watch, you're watching movies on the cruise mess. Yeah. Um, I, my first deployment, I brought a, uh, a DS. Is that DS? Or, no, it might have been a, the, the Flip-Up Game Boy. The, oh, the Game, like Boy Game Boy Advance? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. DSP? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I, I, I brought that with me, and a buddy of mine had uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, so I played through that all. Oh, all that's awesome. Oh, that, it was so much fun. My second deployment, though, I was fully <laughs> qualified. Mm-hmm. Um, we had enough extra people, so my watch rotation... I would stand and watch every evening from 6 p.m. to midnight. Okay. And then from midnight to 6 p.m., I was off. Mm-hmm. So I would have to do clean. If there's maintenance, I have to do maintenance. But what we do is me and this one other guy, we get off watch at midnight. We'd eat mid rats. We'd go clean for an hour. We'd come back to the cruise mess, help them clean the cruise mess because that's where the big TV was. And I brought my GameCube out to see it with me. Yes. We'd plug the GameCube in, and he and I would sit there until it was time to get ready for breakfast. So, that's probably about four four hours or so, and we'd sit there and play uh, Mario Kart Double Dash and Smash Brothers.
0: That is awesome.
1: We probably did that every single day for a few months. Yeah, because because in the middle of the night when we were doing this, it wasn't needed for anything else. Mm-hmm. And then we'd help them get breakfast ready. We would snack as we were helping them because we you know we they were letting us do this, so we would help out. And then we go to sleep for a while, and then the mm. next day we do it again. And I mean, we we beat the whole, you know, we beat all the levels, got all the stars, all that stuff, and uh, it, it was amazing. Like, that was so much fun that year.
0: How important is something like that in terms of like escapism or just to have something to look forward to when you're when you're on the boat? There's not like you, you literally can't just like go outside for a stroll, and so like I'm I'm curious as to like how how massive that is in your in your daily rotation to, to be able to look forward to something like I'm going to go play video games. And what I feel like is just the polar opposite world where I, I actually wouldn't even expect video games and military naval, like any of the stuff to actually coexist. Um, but it, maybe it's, it is part of the escapism.
1: It, it definitely is. I mean, yeah. um, you know, when I, when I was going through my qualification time period, there's so many things you can't do. You can't watch right. movies. Um, you can do some stuff in your rack but your rack it's almost like crawling into a coffin i mean that's about the size of your rack except for it's a curtain on your side mm-hmm. and so you have that much room to read a book if you brought it to something you can watch it, like a computer or something like that i mean that's when you're qualifying that, that's your only escape yeah and um, i mean i'm not going to lie like there's times either when i was qualifying or other things had gone on where i wasn't able to do certain things and it can get real depressing it can get real dark yeah um there there was a time whenever there was it's something had gone down, and uh, my days got real, real dark. Mm-hmm. And I had no access to anything electronic. Um, and it's just so you and your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, which, which, when you're in a dark place, and it's just you and your thoughts, your yeah, thoughts man. are also dark. Yeah. So it just gets darker. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, having that um, something to do, something to look forward to. I mean, we'd be sitting on watch. And, you know, I, I was actually staying watch with Ben. Ben was in another another section that I could roam through. And I, I would go down there and be like, hey, man, what are we going to watch? You know, what are we going to play? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is. And, uh, and so we'd plan it all out and, you know, get everyone else on board and stuff like that. So then, you know, get off watch, go it. And you're like, okay, let's pretend like we're not on the submarine. and mm-hmm. We're in whatever world this movie is or this game is or whatever. So,
0: so, so we, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just gonna I'm I'm now gonna jump off of the boat actually. So you, you, I'm guessing you, you finish some sort of prearranged term or or time time arrangement and you get off to become a recruiter, is that sort of what happened or um, so, like, what's that flow?
1: So in the in the navy you have basically have a seashore rotation. So I did my oh, sea time okay. and then I went to shore duty. Mm-hmm. And my shore duty I did three years recruiting and then mm-hmm. I went back out to sea for another for another term. So um so yeah, I I became a recruiter. Three years of not having to go out to sea, but my hours were still pretty bad. Right. Um. But I was able to get back into gaming. Some. My daughter was born during this time.
0: So uh, at what point you kind of mentioned your wife too? Like, what, how do you how do you how do you build a family with all this going on? Being out at sea and, and like it's such, this seems like there are literally no hours in the day to meet anybody. I'm amazing you're even able to play video games at all, but just you're, you're obviously an excellent manager of time.
1: Uh, I don't know if I'd say that. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I'll give you a little credit. So there's periods of time, like whenever you're not out to sea. I mean, with a normal ship rotation, you're going to mm-hmm. do like a six month deployment. And the next year and a half is going to be getting ready for that deployment. But mm-hmm. depending on what job you know what's going on, you might have some shorter days gotcha. during that time. You have little outings in and out. Um, Where in the world I are actually, you? Um, at this time, I'm stationed in Hawaii at Pearl Harbor. Okay, cool. So she, had, my wife, had actually gone out there to go to school. Her brother mm-hmm. was getting his doctorate out there, and so she'd gone out there for college. And it was like a friend of a friend. He needed he needed a ride. I had a car, mm-hmm. so her and I met. And, you know, it, it, it was at a time when, I mean, I didn't enjoy what I was doing necessarily, but the work wasn't so bad. My hours weren't so bad. Um, most, most weekends I had off, I mean, I'd have duty on some weekends, but at least have one day. And so while we're dating, I had that time to hang out with her. Um, and then, you know, we got married right before I went on a six month deployment. Mm -hmm. And so it was one of those things where like we got engaged and a few weeks later, I'm like, hey, let's go make this official so that while I'm gone, the military will take care of you. Oh, yeah. And so we did that. It was – I'll tell you. Pretty I, quick? We had a, we, how's that?
0: It was pretty quick?
1: Uh, from from engagement to wedding was pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but we, so we had two weddings, right? We had our big one for the family and everything. But the one mm-hmm. – we had a, we got married on the beach with like one friend each. It that that is the way to do it, right there. Yeah, man. <laughs> thing, all the fi- no, no, just just the two of you, the beach, mm-hmm. casual. That's the way to do it. Um. So f- so for the six month for the first six months of our our marriage, I didn't see her, but oh but we pull in the ports. I could call. Yeah, we had email, um, and stuff like that. Now, mm-hmm. after that one, I left the boat. My daughter was born. My last about a year before I got out of recruiting, and I went to my second boat. And the story was very different there okay. because on that ship, it was a, uh, a different kind of ship where there was more top secret stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And so when we would go out to sea, that was it for communication. So I would mm-hmm. leave and um, a lot of the time there'd be no email. Um, we didn't really pull in any place. Every once in a while, we pull in like San Diego or something. So we're actually stationed up in Washington State at this point, Okay, uh, which was good because her mom lived near there.
0: So is this some form of like border control or something like that? Like what's the – or are you, like what's the purpose? What's the function of being so close to home?
1: Uh, as far as like where you're stationed?
0: Yeah. Or sorry, you're oh, sorry you're saying station. I thought I'm picturing the sub being there. Okay. No, my
1: my second submarine was stationed up in Washington. Mm. We went all over the world. Okay. Uh, but we would have no communication. So for months and months at a time, I nothing. I would have no way to know how she was doing, yeah. how the kids were doing. My son was born – about a, a year and a half before I got out. And that yeah. first year of his life, for the most part, I had no idea what was happening. Oh, man. Uh, my work hours were worse. Mm-hmm. I remember my daughter's third birthday, I think it was. I got called into work that morning, the day of her birthday party. Oh, man. And I remember coming back home. Her party was over. Some family was still there. And I, I walk in the door and I look over. And I my daughter can give the best death stares. Oh. And three years old, it was just this, like, stare. it's like... So, you know, to, to a little bit bring it into video games is during because of all that during this time, my time at home was my time with my family. Yeah. And so, I mean, we had a PlayStation 3, uh, the Wii was downstairs, it got played some, the PS3 was mostly used for movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I at this time, I, I wasn't playing much. Right. Because, you know, I wanted to see the kids, I wanted to see the wife, I mean, I was getting home at six, seven o'clock at night, mm-hmm. uh, on the days that I was actually able to come home. And I was, I was having to stay overnight every third day. Yeah. So
0: yeah, and the kids was are going to sleep hour, two hours after that or whatever.
1: If yeah. That. And, and yeah. And so, you yeah, know, there it, it was, I come home, I see the kids for a little while, put them to bed, have some, you know, have time mm-hmm. just to kind of hang out with the wife, get up the next morning, do it again.
0: So is all this included in like that time, that six year agreement that you signed at the beginning or are you beyond that at this point?
1: I'm, I ended up doing 12 years total.
0: Holy crap. Yeah. You just liked it uh, that much and double it up. No.
1: <laughs> so I, I, I reenlisted the first time that took me to the, an eight year point. It only added mm-hmm. two extra years and I was going to get out. My daughter was born by this point. My wife and my mom started talking. They're like, you know what? Maybe staying is the right idea. And I'm like, all right, ladies, I'll, I'll stay in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at that point, like, well, I'm going to go over 10 years. I need to go to retirement because retirement is 20 years. But right. it, uh, honestly, it got so bad for me in the position I was in yeah. that it was one of those things where it's like, I could, I could drive myself into a tree on the way to work Oh man! or I could, or I could get out when my, yeah. when this enlistment's over. So I was like, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm going to get out. I'm going to try to see my family for a change mm-hmm. and, and my story is different than other people's. I mean, there are people that go in and love it and have great family lives and whatever else. It just happened to be the the specific situation I was in. right? Um, and, you know, and like I said, th- towards the end of this when Ben and I were hanging out a bit at work and stuff like that. And he actually just did his six years and got out mm-hmm. because, you know, he kind of saw the same stuff I was seeing in our situation. So
0: right. you get what you, what you kind of want out of it. And then you go out and, do whatever is next, which I, I think is actually even more courageous to, cause it's something different to, to walk away from something that you know, to go do something else takes a certain type of, of courage. And I, I think that's incredible. Um, I've had such a good time talking to you, man. This is about yes. where we, where we close things off, but I always want to ask people. What they're looking forward to for the remainder of this calendar year. We're we're getting into crazy fall time. I know you're still working in the in the retro catalog, but is there something that um kind of has has your? Hopefully, none none of this stuff gets de- uh, delayed. We've already seen some delays happen. What's what's on the Christmas list this year?
1: Oh, see that's tough, man. Uh, <laughs> I. I, I real hard time like my wife and i got to the point where we like we buy ourselves gifts for things yeah instead of like buying for each other just because not uncommon yeah I mean, I'm, I'm in a situation where i'm lucky enough where if i really want something i can go get it just go get you it know? Mm-hmm. so uh i i was really hoping about this time i'd be playing on the new nintendo system but that uh. got shattered <laughs> back in february whenever they announced it wasn't coming out this year yep um so i mean that that I me mean, that right there is the number one thing i'm looking forward to um but like Christmas I don't know, man. Uh, it's the issue I have is I'm looking at all these things, and uh, I love like, seeing. Uh, by
0: the way, I love seeing people like paralyzed by this question. Is it just makes me feel better because I do the exact same thing. I'm Like, oh, I, don't, I don't know where do I even start.
1: Well, I mean, like, there's games that look cool, like um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn looks yeah, man. looks amazing. But I don't have a PlayStation, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't play don't my Xbox buy for enough. One game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, Final Fantasy 15. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to wait to hear what people say once it comes out. But yeah, not. Not really wants day to one. play it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Besides that, I'm just I'm, I'm going to go through. I'm going to try to finish Final Fantasy nine or mm-hmm. twelve. Sorry. Um, I, I probably won't be too much longer till I finish the Dragon Quest game. And then I might move on to 10 because I saw mm-hmm. that at the store. And then because I want to say 11 coming out. I don't know. It's going to be on the day. I think they've announced 11 going to be on the NX whenever that comes out, mm-hmm. the Dragon yep. Quest. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I I, I I, find myself in the situation where I'm like, I don't know what I play, what I want to play. And that's, you know, we're talking about like starting the podcast. Part of it is like, okay, if I do this, it gives me this reason to have to play a game. That's yep. why, that's why. I mean, I'm waiting for the time when I actually have someone listen to my show and write in and be like, this is what I want to hear you talk about. And, mm-hmm. and kind, of, kind of in the way of um, – uh, the Nintendo does do their retro rewind. Uh, yep. Something like that, but just like some random person like, look, I want you to play this old game. Okay. I can get hold of it. We're going to play it. Me and my buddy, you know, me mm-hmm. and Ben, and then we'll talk. And it just gives me that reason to try something new that I maybe wouldn't have tried otherwise.
0: Totally. You need to, I'll give you information for Jacob Rush. You need to talk to my, my buddy, Jacob. He has a, a similar idea. You guys could, I think you guys could, um, could exchange thoughts because you're both kind of exploring this retro area. And I think that you guys could collaborate or do a little something, something, you don't have to, it's just a thought I had. Oh, dude, Um, I am good. I was just, now I'm, I'm jumping away and and just going to say, like, I am hearing what you're saying from a lot of people. And I've actually, uh, in a number of ways. So doing a podcast gives you that kind of like purpose. It gives you a little bit of structure. And I love it because, um, even reviewing for we, the nerdy, like, I'm playing through ReCore. At the moment, I'll be playing Forza Horizon because I've got that review code. And it's like, okay, it gives me a little bit of focus because otherwise, it's pretty much for the whole summer. I've been like, I don't really know, like, I don't feel like anything really pulling me in. And so I need something else. And, And not playing games causes me some irrational stress, which is dumb. Uh, it just oh, shows I, that i, I have yeah. like first world problems like oh my goodness i don't know what to play like and <laughs> Too that
1: many options
0: yeah it's just so many amazing entertainment selections <laughs> so, <laughs> so i totally identify that with that like just having some sort of like purpose plan i'm definitely like a, a to-do list type of person so uh yeah man i i can't wait to to listen to more it's it's subscribed on my phone i well, I can't bring that up that quickly, but it's definitely there. I'll be listening to you guys. I'll be writing in very quickly, and I, I should definitely connect you with uh, Jacob Rush. Oh, and yeah. Has, uh,
1: I mean, any collaboration or anything. I mean, I'm looking to do more. I just got to figure out how and what and and what. I mean, because the, the the big issue I'm having right now is that I work shift work. Mm-hmm. Ben is working in and out of town at different times. Yep. So, like, we sometimes we can record. Sometimes we can double record. Sometimes we can't record for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, well, that
0: that's why it's good that you guys don't do the news either, right? Because you can have exactly. a couple of like evergreen episodes in the can, and then you're good to go. Yeah. So one more time, uh, we started at the top of the show. Where can people find you and all that other good plugging stuff?
1: So we do the the generational gamers. Um, I, if you search generational gamers or the generational gamers on basically all the big, you know, uh, podcast sites, you can you can find it there. Uh, on Twitter at gin game Gen game podcast i believe yep uh that's turns out generational gamers is not a thing or someone already t- took that that's what the issue was Dang uh it. yeah I, I know it's terrible um generational gamers podcast at gmail uh i'm at johnny underscore casino perfect uh, terrible name no i love it
0: <laughs> where does that come from
1: uh i we got, i went to australia and yeah. Walking down the street of Australia with a buddy of mine, and he looks over at me and goes, Hey, anyone ever called you Johnny Casino? And I was like, Nope. <laughs> what? And it stuck. My first boat that became my nickname. And yeah. Worst nickname story ever. That's the best
0: nickname story. Okay, <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, for chatting with me today. appreciate it.
1: Oh, man, I had a great time. Thanks for having me on.
0: crap okay we're gonna bring this home before we hit the hour and a half mark guys okay thank you so much to John for coming on talking about his show the Generational Gamers Podcast and uh, you guys should follow him on Twitter at GenGamePodcast and he's at Johnny underscore Casino definitely definitely give him a quick follow follow uh, download his podcast check it out thank you guys so much for being here for listening for rating us on itunes if you like it at all just a quick little five-star rating and uh you can also send it in you can you can shoot me a little screenshot of that review so that i can see it i can read it on the show that would be incredible if you have feedback otherwise, or if you have questions, you can send an email, we the gamercast at wethenerate.com. Oh, speaking of we the they host this beautiful podcast, so be sure to go there every single day for video game reviews, such as... Our Gears of War 4 review is going to go up tomorrow, Tuesday. We're going to actually have a special episode of We The Gamer Cast with a little discussion from our We The Nerdy leader, Andrew Semichek. He reviewed the game. I talked to him about it. It goes live on iTunes and Google Play and YouTube.com slash We The Nerdy tomorrow. There's a, a video version of that as well. You can also find me on If We Ran Nintendo with Bobby the Nintendo Guru. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and YouTube.com slash Nintendo. The Nintendo Guru, why did I have trouble with that? YouTube.com slash Nintendo Guru. Oh, now, brown cow. I did not do my my muscle warm-ups. You can tell. That's what happens uh, with this stuff. Okay, so we're bringing it home. Question of the week! We're going to do a question of the week. This is how you win four games we're going to give you the halo the master chief collection on on xbox one so halo one and two both got the anniversary treatment it looks incredible if you have an xbox one or if you're going to get an xbox one and you should this may be of interest to you so how you win it's simple tell me what's your favorite spooky video game and why what do you like to play when, when it's Halloween? What do you put on to, to spook yourself a little bit? You can also answer if um, you don't like to play spooky games. Just tell me why. You'll just have to admit that you're a bit of a pansy. <laughs> so you can tweet at me at Sean Capri at uh, Sean like Connery Capri like the pants. You can also email weTheGamerCast at wethenerdy.com. You can leave a comment on weThenerdy.com. This, these things get posted everywhere. So find a way to comment. Leave a comment anywhere. You're going to be entered. Otherwise, this is episode 52 of We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back next week. I hope you're there too. Now it's time for Jason.
1: Jason. 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 Jason!